Hi everyone, this is Empress Constance, and today I am sitting down with the oh-so-lovely Mistress Marlena from yourphonemistress.com. Hi, Miss Marlena. Well, hello. How are you? Oh, I am doing fantastic. I think this is going to be fun. This is going to be so much fun. Your voice has already got me um, tingly, shall I say. <laughs> well, hold hold on there. You haven't paid yet. <laughs> <laughs> you mean you'd make me pay? In some way or another. <laughs> How about we just trade? All right. <laughs> <laughs> All right. We're going to jump right into the questions. Okay. How long have you been doing phone sex for? Oh, you know, on and off for almost a decade, but not necessarily with a company. I work as a real-time dom, so a lot of that was with my real-time clients, you know, sometimes if they're out of town. Wow, that's very cool. Yeah, yeah, it's been fun. Yeah, and how long of that time have you been with LDW? Uh, it was two years in March. Wow, well... Happy anniversary. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. Hopefully there will be many, many more. I'm pretty sure there will be many, many more. I think so. All right. What would you say your style is? Oh, what would I say my style is? You know, if I had to had to say, I would say strict seductress. So I can be strict, but I like ramping up the sensuality if it suits my end goal. I, I can, the sensuality just pours out of you. Um, <laughs> we'll get to the strict side soon. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, baby. Um, where at in your home do you take calls? Oh, it depends. Sometimes I take them from my office, but I actually generally take them from my living room. Uh, I, I'm a bit of a closeted tech nerd, so I have this really cool HTPC setup, and I use my TV as the display. So, yeah, it's it's kind of nice to sit back and watch everyone on a big TV. Well, that is really cool. I bet that's very interesting for webcam calls. You know, it is, but I will say there are certain things that were never meant to be seen at 50 inches. I'm <laughs> <laughs> taken. All right. Do you have a set schedule? Uh, yes, yes, I do. It's always updated on the schedule page of my, my blog. And I am off on Sundays, but I'm available otherwise most evenings, anywhere from 7 p.m. to 2 a.m. Eastern. Wow, very cool. And do you accept appointments? Oh, yes. Oh, yes. Appointments make me very happy. Sweet. Okay. What are some of your favorite calls to do? Hmm. Well, I love CBT. I love cuckold calls. Coerced cocksucking is always fun. Well, not when I'm the one doing it. <laughs> and any kind of humiliation, so small penis humiliation, cuckold humiliation, sissy humiliation, those would be my favorites if I had to pick. Yummy. All right. Are there any type of calls that you do not take? Uh, the boring ones. <laughs> <laughs> no, no. You know, to date, I haven't had a single call yet that I haven't wanted to take. You know, if, if I do come across something that I'm not interested in or just doesn't suit my style, I'm very forthright about 
that, but it, it, it's been fun and they've worked so far. That's awesome. All right. If you had to name one of the craziest things you ever were told on the phone or maybe had someone do or maybe <laughs> even saw on webcam, what would it be? <laughs> oh, we're in the business of crazy. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, um, Let's see. Of the things I've been told, I had a caller who wanted to do a role play, but he wanted to be me and he wanted me to be him. <laughs> Yeah, you know, he didn't do a very convincing Marlena, but it was interesting. I can't say how his voice could even touch yours. <laughs> All right. I'm going to ask you the next two together because they're pretty much the same question, just kind of a little different. Do you have any hobbies, and what do you do when you're not taking calls? Uh, I definitely have hobbies. Uh, I am a voracious reader. I'm always reading something or another. Oh, I love trying new foods. Uh, I mentioned I'm a bit of a tech nerd. I also love audio stuff. So I like collecting and trying out new audio equipment. And I'm a big fan of all things mid-century modern. So I'm always on the hunt for new 50s and 60s, you know, furniture, decor, books. And when I'm not taking calls, I also work uh, part-time as a professor, so that takes up quite a bit of my time. And I do real-time sessions when I'm not taking calls with LDW. So all of that together keeps me pretty busy. Yes, indeed it does. All right. What is your favorite sex toy to use on yourself? Mm, I would say the Lilo vibrator. I have this fantastic little one. And not only is it adorable, I mean, they're cute little vibrators, but it, it's a very powerful little thing for how small it is. Unlike small penises, small <laughs> vibrators can pack a punch. Oh, very true. Very true. All right. And what's your favorite sex toy to use on a partner? Oh, it depends on how naughty he is. Uh, <laughs> or <yes>. lucky. <laughs> oh, or lucky. It could go both ways. But, you know, it could be restraints. Or it could be a humbler. I guess it all depends on how well behaved he is. My. All right. Here's a question that all the guys love hearing the answer to. Have you ever been with a woman? Just one? <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yes, I have. <laughs> Well, I guess that answers that question. <laughs> um, <laughs> what is one of your favorite ways to let loose and have a good time? Oh, boy. You know, I'm a big fan of the girls' night. Going out, sharing some stories, having some drinks, tormenting some men. <laughs> Yay. <laughs> All right. If you only had one word to describe yourself, what would that word be? Oh, I would say mercurial. One moment I can be sweet, the next moment I'm stern. So they don't know what they're going to get, and I like it that way. Oh, I think they like it that way, too. <laughs> <laughs> All right, if there were you and only one man left on this earth, who would you want that man to be and why? Oh, what a sad scenario, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know what how about Christian Louboutin clearly the world is ending so I might as well just go out in style 
<laughs> Great answer. Great answer. Um, this question um, probably doesn't really relate to you given your lifestyle, um, but I'll ask it anyways because maybe mm. now you bring your lifestyle into your work. But do you ever see normal everyday things in new kinky ways because of your work? Uh, you know, yes, I, I, I would say so. More so, it's kind of turned me into like a, a closeted pervert when I'm out in public. You know, it's hard to see a well-dressed businessman without imagining what kind of panties he's wearing <laughs> or what kind of butt plug he's got in his ass. <laughs> you know exactly what I mean. <laughs> I do indeed. I do indeed. <laughs> wow. Okay. What is your favorite food? Oh, right now it's sushi. I'm in a big sushi kick. And what is your favorite drink? Mm, I love mint juleps, especially in the summer. And otherwise, you know, you can never go wrong with an old-fashioned. Really? Yeah. Very I mean, nice. I, su I suppose you could if you have too many of them. <laughs> yes, I suppose you could. Okay, so thinking about what's on your wish list right now, what is one item that you want the most off of your wish list? Hmm... Oh, hard to pick. There's a set of speakers that are exciting to me. <laughs> See the whole audiophile obsession. But otherwise, there's a lot of books there. There's a lot of fantastic books about sociology and mid-century modern. So I would love some things to read. Very nice. All right. Our next question is rank in the order of importance the traits that you like the most in a submissive man. Mm -hmm. Respect, loyalty, generosity, and obedience. First and foremost, I think respect. Following that, obedience, then loyalty, and then last, generosity. Very nice. All right. So you've been here a couple of years. You may or may not have run into this crazy character. But our next set of questions are from Cannibal. <laughs> He's a member of Enchantrix Empire. The first one is a three-part question, so I'm going to ask you all three at once. Okay. When was the last time you were violent? Were you in the right, and would you do it again? Oh, hmm. maybe it was way, way back when I was younger in high school, but I'm a very nonviolent type. I don't know, the violence, it never really suited me. And anyway, let's be honest, words are going to sting much longer. I think you're right. All right. What does the phrase, the dark side of the moon, mean to you? Well, uh, besides being a Pink Floyd album, you know, I think it's talking all about, you know, it's talking about madness and insanity and the things that you haven't fulfilled yet. It, it's an interesting little concept. I think it's a cool name to the album. I'm actually a big fan of that concept album. So yeah, I, I just think it's all about madness and what can happen and insanity. Very cool. This next question I thought was an excellent question. One I would have never thought of asking somebody. Are you frightened of dying? No. And, and maybe this is a bit, a bit morbid, but I'm kind of fascinated by it. <laughs> oh my God. 
I, I know, I know, but I, I love studying and reading about all of the different kinds of historical and social funeral rites. So I don't know, but beneath all the sexy, there's a little bit of a morbid fascination with it. Okay, then. <laughs> Learning yeah, new things about you all the time. Yeah, moving on. <laughs> all right, the next one's a two-parter. Sure. Are you worried about going mad slash crazy? And have you ever gone mad? <laughs> no, but if I was worried about it or if I have gone mad, I probably wouldn't be worried about it, would I? Exactly! <laughs> exactly! <laughs> if you went mad or crazy, you would give a fuck. Oh, well. <laughs> And the last one from Cannibal, which I thought was another great question, is do you crave or lust for money? Not at all. Not at all. I think money is a fantastic thing that can help you afford cool things that you crave, but I don't lust for the money itself. I lust more for things like leisure and experience and travel, but the money itself, not as much. Very cool. Do you like taking Two mistress calls. Oh, yes. Very much so. Two mistress calls, three mistress calls, four mistress calls, if they can handle it. Oh, my. And who are some of your go-to ladies when it comes to a two mistress call? <laughs> well, we have had some fun ones. We have definitely had some fun laughing at the boys. Oh, yeah. Uh, otherwise, I would say I love doing calls with Violet. She has a background in counseling. I have one in sociology. So when the two of us come together, we can deliver a pretty good mind fuck. Oh, my God. That is like the dream team combo right there. <laughs> yeah, if they can survive it. <laughs> <laughs> All right. And our next question is from Jizhead, who is also a member of Enchantrix Empire. I can never say his name without kind of smirking. That's a good. I, th I think that's the intention. And what he's looking for is a bit of advice. It's a little long, so bear with me. All right. How do I convince my wife to let me spend more money on another mature metal chastity device? The one I have doesn't fit very well. It's my fault because I didn't measure correctly when I ordered it. My wife says, I'm too picky, and it's a waste of money, and I should just wear the one I have. But I want it to fit right, otherwise it won't work properly. I thought about ordering one secretly and just switching them out, but she might be able to tell the difference in size. I don't know. What's your advice? Hmm, well, next I measure more carefully, that's for one. <laughs> right. You know, I, I would say you need, you need to talk to her. Don't do it behind her back. I don't think that that's going to lead to anything good if she finds out. You know, talk to her. Tell her about the discomfort. Maybe she doesn't quite understand how uncomfortable it can be. You know, put it on, show her, show her where it can be better. And, you know, if it's a matter of cost, you'll, you'll have to make it up to her somehow. <laughs> You know, be a good boy around the house, do some chores, maybe, oh, I don't know. <laughs> ask, ask her what it would take to get a little bit more of an allowance to buy another cage. Great answer. All right, our next set of questions come from BFLA, or you might know him as Writer Boy. Um, and there's quite a few great questions here, so 
jump right in. Is your non-LDW personality any different than the way you are on the phone with callers? If so, how? Mm, I would say no. No, I like to think that I keep it very real on the phone. Now, if there's a type of call that I think doesn't suit me, I'll let them know right off the bat. I don't do scenarios that I don't think are exciting or in keeping with my personality. So I, I think there's a lot of authenticity between the real-life me and my phone me. Very cool. I think we already know the answer to this, but I'm going to ask <laughs> it anyways. Do you think of yourself as a femdom in the rest of your life? Why or why not? Well, yeah, yeah. I work as a pro dom. I'm a lifestyle mistress in my personal life. You know, professionally, I'm a very driven woman. So definitely, I think of myself as a femdom anytime. Very cool. All right, name one thing about yourself you think would surprise people. Hmm. <laughs> Uh, you know, I think people have this impression of me as having a very fun, exciting life, which I do. <laughs> but I really like crafts and origami. Oh, very cool. So I, I, I love to sit around with some fun, colorful paper, fold some things, and until it gets frustrating. There's always that point at which it stops going well, and I just crumple, crumple it all up. <laughs> I can feel you on that. All right. What traits and callers interest or excite you the most, but not sexually excite? Oh, I, well, I'd say a big, huge, impressive vocabulary. <laughs> <laughs> I, I like callers that are intelligent. I like ones that want to push their boundaries a bit, you know, ones that are introspective about why they like what they like. So anyone who who really likes to delve into their passions is fun for me to talk to. Very cool. And what traits do you look for or think are most compatible with you for someone to become a regular client of yours? Hmm. I would say smart, ability to banter, that one is key. Uh, eagerness to please, I like guys also who tend to be at more of the extreme end of the spectrum. So uh, very into slave training, submission, uh, CBT, hardcore humiliation. Th those make me happy. Ooh. Or unhappy, but in a sexy way. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Do your family and friends know that you work in the phone sex business? Why or why not? Some do and some don't. Most of my close friends know. I mean, I work as a pro dom. They're aware of that, too. As far as family goes, there are a couple of people who know and they're good at keeping secrets. But there are some that don't. And, you know, it's just not a topic I see myself breaching with them. You know, they're a little more conservative, a little bit more traditional. And it would be really difficult to explain this whole world to them. I feel you on that one for yes. sure. All right. How long do you see yourself staying a phone sex mistress? Do you see yourself leaving for other pursuits? And what would make you leave? Oh. How long do I see myself staying a phone sex mistress? <laughs> well, as long as LDW exists and dicks stay hard. <laughs> That's fair. <laughs> uh, you know, 
I, I don't see myself leaving completely. If I was to take on a greater teaching load, then I might reduce my hours, but I have no intention of disappearing. Yay, that's good news for all of us. <laughs> good. All right, the last one from him is, how did you get into this business? Oh, well, I'm assuming he means phone work, and I found LDW just on a whim. I was poking around the internet, looking at different phone sex options, and I came across LDW and the whole network of sites, and I was like, this is pretty cool. I think I want to try my hand at this. So I kind of fell into it. It was, it was a Google search that ended up being a, a two-year commitment. Isn't that awesome how that worked out? I think so. Very cool. All right. Our next few questions come from Steph. She's also from Enchantrix Empire. When was the first time you made love in the backseat of a car? Oh, high school. I think high school. And the last time I did it was only a couple weeks ago. Oh, you're so naughty. I know, I know. <laughs> All right, the next one. What was your most memorable date? Uh, well, I'm assuming we're talking memorable good ones. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, it, it ended up being a little bit of a marathon date. It started out as a very quick, casual coffee date, and it lasted nearly 36 hours. We just couldn't get enough of each other. Uh, we ended up going to a lot of local events. So I think in those 36 hours, we managed to see two festivals, attend a block party, see a concert. We saw a stand-up comedy gig and a whole lot of other interesting things. Wow, very cool. All right, last one from Steph. If you could be any female singer, past, present, or future, who would you be and why? Oh, no question. The first lady of song, Ella Fitzgerald. I love, love, love jazz singers, and she was one classy lady, so I think I'd have fun being in her life, at least for a little bit. Very cool. All right, so our next set of questions are pretty much basic information questions. We mm -hmm. already know your blog is yourphonemistress.com. Mm -hmm. Are you on Yahoo and Skype? Yes, I am on both, and on both you can find me at Enchantrix Merlina. Very cool. And how about social media like Twitter or Tumblr? Uh, yes, yes, both. On Tumblr, you can find me at strictphonesexmistress.tumblr.com. And on Twitter, I am Empress underscore Merlina. Awesome. Well, Miss Marlene, I want to thank you so much for doing this with me. Oh, thank you. This was fun. Is there anything else you'd like to share with all of the listeners? No, I'm not big on sharing. <laughs> <laughs> and if you would like to talk to Miss Marlene one-on-one, you can reach her at 1-800-601-7259.